Hello, and welcome to Cover Your Eyes Uncovered. Today we're talking about the video Sharp Dressed Man from ZZ Top in 1983. Hello, Holly. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> so um, you suggested that because we were doing videos for a while, and then you suggested this one because it goes so well with the movie that we just did, American Gigolo. Because he's all about being a sharp-dressed man. Exactly. So I feel like this is perfect. It's around the same time. Mm -hmm. ZZ Top was like a huge part of my musical taste growing up. Absolutely. And it was my first concert. I think I've mentioned that on other episodes, but it bears mentioning again for this particular episode. What? I was like, I don't, I just remember like, Knowing that I was going and being preparing to go, and like it was just me and my dad, which was cool. So we drove to the big arena, and I remember I just got to like stand on the seat the whole time because I was like five. Everyone was just going nuts over me because they were like, Oh my god, she's so cute. And I was like, There weren't many five year olds at the concert. <laughs> and then when I had to go to the bathroom, then my dad had to like find a woman to take me into the bathroom because he oh, couldn't go yeah. and like and wait for me outside. And then people were like passing joints all down on the road. So like joints got passed in front of me. <laughs> but I didn't inhale. <laughs> That's it. And I'm sure I wore like lacy ankle socks because that was you know requisite for ZZ Top. I was gonna ask you what you wore. I know I wore lacy ankle socks and some kind of dress because I would have wanted to like get dressed up for the event and like pretend like I was a ZZ Top girl probably. (laughs) I don't think I wore heels. (laughs) (laughs) So, So you were a fan? Yeah. <laughs> like you were excited about the about the concert. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because um I'm sure that my dad was a fan as well because my dad's like super into guitar and also he's from Texas and I think they're from Texas. Mm-hmm. I think everyone just was into them at the time. Yeah. And I liked the videos and I liked the girls in the videos. Um and I liked the music. So I was super jazzed. Yeah. I'm sure I was telling everyone in kindergarten about it. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> My kindergarten teacher was probably like calling child protective services. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> what about you? Um, I love ZZ Top when I was a kid. I loved these videos. There's this one, Sharp Dress Me On. She's got legs and yes. there's another one, I think, that like goes I with know. those videos. What's it? There were three, because there were right? three that featured these girls. Yeah. And they were they're sort of like <sighs> it's like they're stand-ins for ZZ Top. So yes. it's interesting that they picked women to be their stand-ins in the video. As like, because they're like the the stars and they take control i mean i love it sharp dress man this guy is like he's a crasher he's like a party crasher like he tries to he lives in a dump and he gets dressed up he's a sharp dress man 
and he goes places and he catches the eyes of certain ladies and the ladies get him into the fancy places that he wants to go. Yes. It's, it's almost like a Julian origin story in some ways. Oh my God. From American Jiggle. <laughs> yeah. And it's three years later. So there probably is some element of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other movie was, or the other video was Give Me All Your Lovin'. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, it was like the album was Eliminator. That was the name of the album. So it's like the Eliminator series of videos and songs. And that's that car that's on the front, like that red old-timey car um, that they were always in, that like souped-up coupe. That's the 40s Roadster. Yes. This says it's like uh Maybe. Oh, my gosh. It's – this says it's a – Billy Gibbons, 1933 Ford Eliminator. Oh. Oh, so they got the name of the album from the name of the car. Yeah. The Eliminator. And the car is like another star of the videos in the album cover. Yeah. So, yes, it's like he's trying to get in and then it's this like stuffy country club looking kind of fancy club. And then they're not letting him in. They're giving him a hard time. And then the eliminator pulls up and these three hot women get out. So ZZ Top is like in the corner and they're like always doing this like finger motion thing, like making things happen. And they're like the fairy godmothers. And I feel like the women are like the mice and the other animals that help get Cinderella ready for the ball. (laughs) Because they come in and like make him over and give him new clothes and everything. Oh my god, I love this. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, they're like little fairy godmother assistants. So they come take him. The women are all like gorgeous, but they're wearing like pretty normal clothes. They don't come in in like bikinis. They're wearing like tank tops and jeans. Mm -hmm. So you can tell that they're hot, but they're like comfortable. And they just like walk into this ritzy club in their t-shirt and jeans like they own the place and they're just having a good time and they don't care what anyone thinks and they take him and then they give him a makeover and they bring him back like all done up so that he can get the girl that he wants and they start dancing and it makes everyone have a good time and makes everyone loosen up and I feel like these are like positive female role models totally it's like they're video vixens, but like in a powerful way. Yeah. Not like a just in the background way. Like I, when I watched these videos of the kid, they were some of my favorite. These easy top videos were some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, this video, I was like, now I was like, oh, I totally see why. Because the main, the hot women in the video are their hotness is secondary to the fact that they're making things happen Mm -hmm. and what they're making happen is helping other people have fun. Yeah. And that's why they're hot. Mm -hmm. They're helping the underdog too, which is nice. I love it. Breaking class barriers with Mm -hmm. fun. Yes. 
The one thing that I thought was weird was um, when they do come in, they come back in with him and he gets the hot girl that he wants and they're dancing. Their dancing is very bizarre. It's like her, if you watch it, the way she's dancing with him is almost like she's physically assaulting him for a minute. And it reminded me of like the Elaine dance. Like how Elaine always hits people, but then also she has that really awkward dance. It's like this woman was combining the shoving him and dancing awkwardly. It's really weird. But aside from that, everything was great. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> oh my God. She didn't know how to dance. Watch it again and pay close attention to that part. I will. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to like look into it. Like, did these girls have like a name? Did they have like a crew mm-hmm. name or anything? But I think they're just called like the Eliminator Girls. But they were in each of these three videos. So it's like a little ongoing thing, like you said. Yeah. And um one of them, so there's Kimberly Heron, I think it is, Danielle Arnaud, and then one is Gina Tomasina. And Gina Tomasina, or yeah, she becomes Jenna Kehoe on the real house size of Orange County later. Oh. And she was in Playboy and everything. Oh. I, I was don't... like, oh my god. I know you don't watch that. Yeah. I don't watch is it she, anymore. Is she like a known? Is she like really well known in that? She was only world? in like one or two seasons mm-hmm. um, in the very beginning. Okay. And like the one that was always causing problems, Tamara, like threw wine in her face and all that stuff. And I think she was just like, um, I don't need to be doing this. Uh, okay. And just got off. Yeah. She didn't have time for their nonsense, you know? Right. Was she sort of like um, Mandy Patinkin when he joined? The first two seasons of Criminal Minds. I don't know. Because he he had a change of heart about being on that show because he was like the lead guy on that show the first two seasons. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't realize what I signed up for. I don't want to put this kind of stuff out into the world. Oh. Because it's like you know violence and Mm -hmm. just you know bizarre violence and things and um but he like came out and said that wow I was just wondering it kind of reminded me of that because it was okay because it was like you know somebody signed up for they thought it was going to be one thing but really it's the sudden yeah I would say it's a parallel like that yeah wait so is it someone else that looks like Mandy Patinkin that's on um Law and Order isn't there another cop show where the guy that looks like him that was on it forever with like Mariska Hargitay? I don't, I don't think Mandy Patinkin was on. I think that those two guys look alike then and I'm getting it all mixed up. I don't know. I don't watch either of those shows and I know that most people do. Mm -hmm. So I apologize. I'm getting it wrong, but I'm going to look into that. You watch the real, like the original Law and Order? No, I've never watched any of them. Why? Uh, what's, you know, just never on my radar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't never, I never had like anything against it, but I was uh-huh. just like that or criminal minds just never mm-hmm. came into my viewing life. I watched the first two episodes of criminal minds because Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. and I watched, um, Dead Like Me, that show Dead Like Me. Mm-hmm. And he's on that show. And I was like, what else is he on? 
besides Princess Bride. And, you know, and I was like, oh, oh. I'll check this out. This is about murder. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably like it. Yeah. It's not like I'm against murder but, shows or anything. It just didn't happen. It got, I just had, got to a point where he's like, I'm watching Blacklist right now. Oh. With James Spader. <laughs> and he really, Sarah, <laughs> I have to tell you, many of the points on the show must be fast forwarded through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's real violent. Oh. And I just like can't watch that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a really high tolerance for it. I would just like, I guess maybe I just like make fun of it. I'm not really sure, but things happened and I just like can't. So I just fast forward through that stuff. Yeah. But like Criminal Minds was, it was like that too, where I was like, oh, I can't keep watching this. It like messes with my head in a way that I don't. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like uh scared yeah my friend was watching it and she had like just moved into her new apartment and it was like Mm kind of out in the woods (laughs) she lived alone and she was like why do I keep watching this I'm terrifying myself like nightly yeah watch like sign sealed delivered on the hallmark channel and stuff Mm -hmm. you ever watch that show where they investigate like lost mail yeah. And like try to track down the people that it was supposed to go to. Yeah, I've never watched it, but it sounds sweet. I love that show. Yeah, I feel like we all need to watch more of just feel good shows. I haven't, I've been savoring it because there's not that many episodes, mm-hmm. but I watched like maybe an episode a month mm-hmm. and I just like cry. Oh, at the end, by the end of it, I'm just like, that's so sweet. I know. We need more I, sweetness. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so glad I love people. Aw. And I'm so glad there's love. You know, it's just like really like <laughs> kindness. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder, like, it's actually really re- rewarding to watch kindness. And so why is it that people, including myself, can have a tendency to gravitate towards things that are aggressive or hostile. I don't know. I have that too. So I'm definitely not like saying that you shouldn't watch things like that or listen to things like that. Cause I've a hundred percent done it. Like, and it's so in your face. Like as soon as you turn on Netflix, it's like neighbors who murder and husbands who murder. It's like murder, murder, murder. And it's hard to not watch it. And I used to all the time. So I have to like actively choose like, don't watch that. Just find something that will be more uh, calming or enriching or enlightening or something. But you're, I, you said you actively choose. Yeah, it's getting easier. But for a while, I had to like actively be like, no, you're not going to watch that. Choose something else. You had to like discipline yourself, like an addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You almost like I an addiction. Understand. Well, you know, and I like my family was a true crime 
interested family. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with Aunt Pishy, my mom, my brother, um, my dad, even. I mean, my dad will kind of watch whatever's on, but mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know, it's just really always been in the background. Yeah. So there's that. Maybe it would be different if it wasn't just always on in the background. Because it's like familiar. So there's almost like a weird nostalgia to it. It's true. That seems odd, but it's true. Yeah. And your mom is into true crime, right? Oh, yeah. My parents will always have on like the ID network or whatever. Just always there available try to be better about that especially like when my niece is there I'm like maybe don't have constant murder Mm -hmm. as the ambient noise of the house you know so it's been better over time but yeah it is easy to just default to that and it's like if everyone if there are multiple people trying to watch tv together and it's like what's on what can we all agree on it's like murder (laughs) you know what I mean it's kind of like an easy go-to of like well we can all get into this which is fucked up but true (laughs) yeah Isaac's not into true crime Sam's not really either and that's been interesting or or like horror movies or stuff like that Mm-hmm. Um, and or things that are like really violent or like high intensity violent stuff. He's not really into that stuff at all. So it's been interesting because I grew up with that stuff around, and he yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in some ways he's not. He's not. I'm desensitized to it, I guess. Or I right. or I was, but then now I feel ultra sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. To the extent where I just fast forward through it. Because I'm like, I don't need to do this to my nervous system. Because I know my nervous system is going to get really wacky and dysregulated. Yes. And then it made me think about, so like I'm watching the show Blacklist. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the first season, but it's my like go-to trampoline show now. And I was watching it and I was like, you know, I guess... There were a real string of violent, the government, shadow governments, violent CIA operatives, got to get the bad guy terrorist cell stuff happening like after 9-11 in the media, like everything kind of switched to that. And there's this justification of torture and violence. And there's a lot of really graphic violence. And it's like graphic violence in this way that's also self-righteous. Because we're, we're weeding out the enemy. It just makes me think about how there's a lot of people now that are really, really scared. And they have been primed all along. But these kinds of shows to believe in shadow governments and secret conspiracies and all of this, like, what can turn into a a superhero 
rhetoric fantasy world of like these like cute people and i'm like these kinds of shows like prime people for these you know these belief systems about like secret governments and all of these conspiracies of how everything's run by organizations and you know this like neat tidy little game and it seems like it's a lot of it really is tv I feel like TV is like sugar. It's like, I mean, like it makes people feel bad Uh is what I mean. Like it's something that's defeating. Mm -hmm. Like over time, it's something that has a defeating addictive quality that people retreat into and then they never make changes. They just like feel like they're stuck. And they don't know why. And it's like sugar. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're eating sugar all the time. I'm not talking like normal amounts of sugar, but you know, I mean, I'm sure you've met people (laughs) where you're just like, oh my God, did you eat that? Like, that's why you don't feel good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think it's the same with TV. Right. And nobody wants to talk about it. Mm -mm. It's the elephant in the room. Um, So I feel like we need to take this conversation and put it at the end and then wrap up our CC top conversation. Uh, Yeah. Or just like cut this part out. (laughs) Yeah. And I say that when you were talking about Mandy Patinkin mm-hmm. and I was thinking he was on the other show, it's Christopher Maloney. And I feel like they kind of look alike and he's on Law and Order. Really? That's really interesting. They're both just like bald brunette men with vague faces to me. And they're both on crime shows. So uh, they're kind of uh-huh. like, no, that's not who I'm thinking of at all. Okay, Who's good. the other guy? Because I thought maybe you had some sort of uh, <laughs> neurological issue where you couldn't recognize faces. Who's the other guy? Yeah. <laughs> that is not who I thought Manny Patekin was. He's like, you keep using that word and I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my Never God. mind. Forget That's about hilarious. it. I'll figure it out later. That's <laughs> what so am I thinking of? Anyway, moving oh on God. from whatever I just said. I felt like whenever I was watching like the ZZ Top video that I didn't, I wasn't nervous about enjoying it. Good. Because, you know, um, I feel like there's sort of a low level nervousness that I experience with a lot of media Mm -hmm. where I'm like is something gonna make me feel gross like the people that are making this don't like women yeah especially with music videos Mm -hmm. it's like oh what's this gonna be exactly but I was very happy and comforted Uh, I'm just 
getting Christopher Maloney mixed up with himself. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Oh uh, it held up. And then I felt happy that as a small girl, like four to five years old, that I was thinking these were cool chicks. And mm-hmm. they were. Because sometimes when you look back, you're like, oh, my God, that's what I was like emulating or idolizing. Mm-hmm. But with these, it's like, yeah, I like that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Some good. Yeah. I feel like we have to do she's got legs because that was like the Definitely. ultimate for me. Yeah. So we have to do that later at okay. some point. Definitely. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I would give this video two beards up. <laughs> <laughs> two beards up. <laughs> and they didn't even touch any of the women or do anything. Mm-mm. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it is nice. It's like they're just there in the corner directing good things to happen. I liked it. Okay. Yay. (laughs) All right. um, Cool. Anything else? No, not really. That was a good good one. Yeah. Thank you for suggesting it. My pleasure. Okay. It's pretty late. Why don't you go get some Z's? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm sorry. I had to. Okay. Uh huh. A good night, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. I love those kinds of jokes.